What's up, guys? We are back with another episode of the Fit Dad Club podcast. We have a fantastic day today. Today, we're talking supplements, everything from sleeping better to increasing your testosterone to getting jacked to getting lean um, to anything. Okay. And what's up, guys? How are we doing, Jace? I'm good, man. This is episode 30, actually. Crazy. Wow. That's a, that's Three a few zero. episodes. Um, that, that is, is, that is more than 29. <laughs> it is. It is not 50 yet. Um, but today, guys, before we get into supplements, because this, you know, so many people come at us at the start. Oh, I just like, you know, I'm taking this, you know, Oxy Shred Elite, um, you know, to help fat loss, but their diet's absolutely shit and they're taking it anyway. So it's absolute shit. Um, they're, they're mm -hmm. taking these supplements and they're trying to out supplement a calorie surplus, essentially. Because you're talking to them, it's like, what are you eating? Like, I have no idea what I'm eating, but I'm not losing weight. I was like, well, you're in a calorie surplus. You're not in a calorie deficit. Like the supplements are the 3%. So first off, we want to make sure we're focusing on our calories, overall calories, make sure we're getting losing weight or gaining weight. And when we look at the next one, it's like our macronutrients, like it's a smaller percentage of the pie. You know, are we getting enough protein to sustain fat loss? and hold muscle mass and actually gain lean muscle mass. Yes or no? And it's like, okay, nutrient timing a little bit above that. It's going to matter a little bit, but especially if you are trying to put on lean muscle mass, it requires a little bit more. And, you know, above that, we've got like supplements. It's like 2% maybe of the total pie to get the results. But if you're not doing the other 98%, like you don't need to listen to this podcast. You know, if you have to listen to the other 29 episodes or you say we're 30 or 29, right? Yeah, uh, 30. So yeah, I listen to the yeah, other 29. Exactly. Listen to the other 29 episodes, get that shit sorted first, like, and get consistent, right? Because I think, remember, adherence is at the bottom of all that. If you don't adhere it to any of that stuff on a consistent basis, none of it works. But for those guys who want the extra edge or maybe want to sleep a little bit better or increase your mood a little bit or see if we can bump up our strength uh, gains at TAD, well, this episode is definitely going to help you out. And you know, I think for us, the, a big thing when we're looking at it is, again, remember, it's about the 2%, but also it matters on the quality of supplementation. Don't start ordering mm. shit from China. Like, like you're going to end up you know, having something you probably, and again, this is not against the Chinese <laughs> and it's not. They, it just, it, it just so happens that there are plenty of very cheap, yeah, exactly. very readily available things from China that sometimes do not pass the quality tests, Exactly, um, which is why like Australia actually has one of the most stringent and uh, rigorous testing and allowance of importation of supplements um, unless they sort of list it as, you know, something else so um, if something passes the australian guidelines then you know it's usually pretty solid so you have to be a uh, you know in the us it's a little bit more of the wild west where yep. you can kind of people can kind of put whatever they want wherever they want um but yeah there's there's plenty of uh, plenty of dodgy things out there so think about supplements as you get what you pay for um don't expect a high quality result from a really cheap thing um i actually had this i was looking we were looking for a little mini projector for the family for a little present for um for lauren but um if you wanted one it, 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 that would be you know anywhere near decent it's going to cost you about five six hundred bucks otherwise you're going to spend two hundred dollars for this barely visible you know thing on the wall which is just not not worth it and it's the same thing with supplements you, you will get what you pay for and also yeah, one, you get what you pay for, but also it can be dangerous, right? Like I remember it would have been about 11, 12 years ago, I was getting, I got some green tea extract from a Chinese online website and I was like sent, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. I was going to try it out. I took it, I nearly had to go to hospital 
Um, I was in the corner shaking for the next, like I didn't end up going to hospital because I really generally just try and toughen it out. I'm a man. Um, but, <laughs> which is, is that why you realized yeah, you had a staph infection? Exactly. Cause Liv told me to go to the doctor and I was like, nah, some cream will be right. Uh, that's why it's sometimes good to be married because otherwise I'd die early. Um, but like I, I was shaking in the corner for 24 hours, um, because I ordered these supplements where I didn't know the quality or the quality control really on the supplement, what was in it, man, I reckon it was laced with some sort of like, maybe I started COVID, who knows? Uh, but yeah. but like, it was the most insane thing for the next 24, maybe 36 hours. I thought I may die. Um, and then finally sort of left my system. So guys, when we talk yeah. about this, it's not just based on like a, a higher quality supplement where it's going to be doing what it says it's going to be doing, but also so you know what's in it and it's not going to kill you. Um, you know, mm. I, I think th there is a big thing. You must go towards a quality supplementation. You know, I use Thorn, and we were just talking about that before. Like you use Thorn supplements, um, Jace. Yeah. I, I think it's and but it's the same as like quality in supplements, and it's the quality in like protein powders. You know, I use like a New Zealand grade whey protein. There is a lot of other grades of whey. It's the same, I guess, when you look at it. You can buy either organic meat or you can buy the most factory farmed thing that doesn't even look like a cow. It was like a chicken. What cow. do they call it? Like um, choice grade or like yeah. offal grade or something like that. There's like, I can't remember. I think Australia doesn't have the same things, but it's like, I used to, there's a big reason why we ended up shopping from um, Woolies now instead of Spudshed because I mean, um, Spudshed is only a WA thing. So all my WA listeners out there, they, they get it. It's basically just like a big, you know, relatively wholesale place. You get really cheap veggies, really cheap other random stuff, but the quality of meat, it's like, sometimes it looks like it was held together with like meat glue or something like that. I was just like this, you, you, like you can spot like a, Oh yeah, that fucking, that apple has a little bit of a brown spot on it, but with your meat, it's a very different sort of thing, but you, you do a hundred percent get what you pay for. And it's, it's no slight to anyone who can't, you know, physically afford necessarily the best um, and the sort of the most optimal things. Um, you just got to, you know, make your choices as best you can where you can and try not to compromise. But um, yeah, in general, I think um, Thorn is a, is a really good brand over all i use bulk nutrients i recommend it to all the guys that i coach um as far as a uh, brand of protein powders which we'll get into in a little bit um as well as a couple of other supplements because they're aussie branded they're based in tassie right near you i'm surprised you don't go drive down to the warehouse and, and grab some from them dude i've tried and they're like man you still have to get it ordered to your house i was like dude you're 20 minutes from a house i just want to pick it up i'll save you delivery <laughs> exactly they're like no i'll bring my own, I'll, I'll bring my own bag back <laughs> exactly. again just let me scoop just, it out of the vats give it back to me um but yeah they're aussie based company guys so support an Aussie based company they're good quality supplements um so yeah bulk nutrients shout out to you guys um you know send me some protein not sponsored <laughs> but want to be sponsored exactly. send me a link give us a code enter fit dads at checkout and see what happens if the if heaps of people do it maybe they'll make it a code exactly who knows right but I, I guess we're gonna start with let's start with that Jace. you know you know whey protein yeah. I even don't talk about it as a supplement in in regards to it because mm. I don't think of it as a supplement all we look at is when we're looking at fat loss and muscle um, or, you know, gaining lean muscle mass, we want to have a hit a um, protein threshold. So whether it be like 1.5 grams to two grams of protein per kilo, some people, especially shout out to the females out there who may listen to this and you, before you pass it to your husband, struggle a lot to get protein in. That's just over the last couple of decades. That's what I've seen. So when we're looking at this, having uh, supplementing with a whey protein, um, like a whey protein isolate will then, 
increase the total protein you're getting inside the day to allow you to get to the threshold that's going to be optimal um, because protein, you know, is more satiating. It helps gain with the lean muscle mass. It's the amino acids in it. And, you know, it makes you repair faster. So, you know, we, we want to have our protein. And also when you're in a calorie deficit, it allows us to hold on to that lean muscle mass. So it increases our chances of burning or losing more fat mass and like holding on to lean muscle mass in a calorie deficit. So I think whey protein is up there when it, the first supplement I ever think about when we think about supplements, I guess, um, that you should be mm. taking to make sure you're supplementing your diet, right? Like your actual, you know, mm. macronutrients. And I think that's when I, that's why I don't think about because I think kind of more of like a macronutrient um, to get that protein threshold in. But what's your thoughts on whey protein, Jace? Um, again, it is a, it is a supplement to a diet, but for anyone who is in strength sports, who is in any kind of, uh, weight training or fat loss, and you're needing to hit a certain threshold of protein and you're struggling to get it in with your diet. It is, um, I mean, I don't, yeah, again, I don't think of it as a supplement anymore. It's like an essential part of my day. Cause number one, it makes, uh, unflavored Greek yogurt taste way, 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 way better. Uh, it makes it actually fucking palatable. So you don't have to buy the expensive Greek yogurt. You can buy the cheap shit. Uh, this is one thing where area where you can skimp out a bit on cost buy the cheap uh high protein woolworths brand greek yogurt yeah. and then dump a bit of protein powder in there make it taste like chocolate fucking amazing um uh i i think there's like there's so many different protein powders out there right so the the debate is often you know, whey protein concentrate and whey protein isolate and this and that it's like isolate is a bit more high quality as a protein powder um but concentrate is perfectly fine like it's mm. there's a they have a bit more bit more carbs bit more fats in it like slightly more um the only thing you don't want to do is two things waste your money on a fat burning protein powder because it's essentially just a protein powder that has caffeine, like, laced with caffeine, right? Or maybe meth, depending on where you're getting it from. Um, <laughs> mate, mate, around the corner, fuck, try some of this, mate. One teaspoon of protein it's powder, get you going. Yeah. Why is my protein powder <laughs> cost $100 every time I have a scoop? What was that, mate? Exactly. <laughs> dry, dry scoop it. But um, don't buy fat-burning protein powders. And unless you are um, really struggling to put on weight, you don't need to buy a bulking protein powder either. No. Bulking protein powder is basically just whey protein with some like some glucose or some maltodextrin popped in there to bulk out the carbohydrate content. And you, to be honest, you could get that by just putting some extra honey or skim milk in your protein powder, and you'll get you know use that in your shake, and you'll get it better um, and you less less cost as well. So any kind of WPC or WPC just pure protein would be best. I personally use Protein Matrix from uh, Bulk Nutrients. It's got a really good blend of a bunch of different, I think it's got a bit of casein in there. Still really, really lean, but it's got a good blend that is really good for um, digestion. If you struggle with digesting um, whey protein, then there's like, there's pea and rice proteins. The only thing that you're making sure that you get when you're looking at a protein supplement is a complete amino acid profile. So pea protein on its own, incomplete. Rice pro uh, protein on its own is incomplete. Both, I think soy is a complete protein, if I remember, or it's relatively complete. It's got like a couple missing, but a complete amino acid profile just means it's got a, the, an array of all the different essential amino acids that you need in your body. Um, the stuff that you can't produce inside your own body. So um, whey is the best. It's the gold standard, right? Uh, no shout out to gold standard supplements, right? Um, but it is the gold standard, uh, you know, protein supplement if you're going to go for a vegan one or one that is a little bit less harsh on your stomach looking at a pea and rice protein will give you a more complete amino acid profile which is what you're looking for um but it is a it, it is just that it is a supplement to the diet but it is not a um it's not going to drastically change anything outside of the fact that it's going to give you a easy way to get an extra 25 to 30 grams of protein per serve which is 
that 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 is purely where you see it as like an uh, an easy way to throw down uh an extra you know 100 grams of chicken essentially yeah, exactly. that's that's the the comparison um except it tastes better in sweet foods 100 i think so whey protein <laughs> definitely tastes better makes your yogurt taste better but you know you're gonna get your protein blend some blend some chicken into your yogurt tell <laughs> yeah, me what it's like yeah, exactly. i mean i guess you could I, I mean look i guess a lot of indian food you get but a lot dude, of yogurt in the chicken maybe I, i'll eat my words i used to like probably about 15 maybe 20 yeah, probably 15 years ago, I worked at Fitness First in Sydney. I was at Bondi. And um, there was one of the dudes there, jacked as hell. Um, and he was huge amounts of calories on a daily basis. His name was Jack, actually. Um, he was jacked. Um, yeah. He used to blend chicken breasts. Like, you have a blender at the gym. You have chicken breasts. Chuck the, like, cooked chicken breasts. Not, this is not raw chicken breasts. So he would cook chicken breasts with, like, a can of, like, pureed tomatoes in the blender just blend it and you'd be drinking chicken breast tomato puree all day in the gym. I was like, dude, get some whey protein. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. I mean, look, that, that is a, that's a glorified slow cooker uh, pulled chicken salsa recipe. Uh, he was just ahead of his time, honestly. You yeah, find on TikTok. Um, but with yeah. this, so next thing that we ask, get asked a lot, we get asked about whey protein, but again, we don't classify the supplement, just take it. Get, hit your protein goals. Creatine. I was like, man, like mm. I want to get protein. I want to get jacked and strong, man. Can I try to take creatine? It's like, yeah, you should take creatine, right? It improves our strength, improves our power output during resistance training. It also helps with cognitive function. Um, but this is only in combination with good strength training. If you train like mm. your grandma, all the creatine, and not the shout out to the grandmas who lift heavy, uh, but like when we're looking at it, if you train like an absolute pansy, you're not going to, creatine is not going to benefit you at all. Like it's not going to help you out. Mm. It, it's, it, it only helps if you actually train properly. You're training between one to two reps in reserve, like one to two reps from failure in your sets. Like it will help you get stronger. It will help you put on lean muscle mass. Like it, it will actually do this. There is lots of studies around creatine. It is probably one of the most studied supplements out there as far as, the yes tick of approval this actually works so creatine definitely works guys but it has to be in conjunction with correct resistance training because if you're training like a little bitch it ain't going to help you at all so you need to probably put the pink mm -hmm. dumbbells down you need to lift towards failure where it actually oh this is hard yeah it's supposed to be hard you're doing resistance training and then yep creatine will help in some trained athletes it was proven so it seemed to actually help with some fat loss as well but again they're trained athletes training pretty damn hard so who knows with that as well when we are yeah. taking creatine some people talk about a loading phase and some people then or you can just start with say three to five grams a day and just keep taking it three to five grams a day every day and you'll bypass the loading phase after about you know 10 days but you can go into a loading phase and that's going to be about 0.3 grams per kilogram. So get your calculator out. Normally, I tell my guys to start taking 15 grams a day if you can for the first four to five days, and then you can go into three to five grams a day. Um, but you can get yeah. your 0.3 grams of protein of, of creatine per kilo. Load that out. Do that for about five days, and then you can go into a creatine maintenance, um, which is about you know that three, three grams a day, and that's going to help you get your strength gains, get your lean mass gains in, com in combination with a great resistance training. Um, when should you take creatine, Jace? 
It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. As long as you're taking it, um, like some people will experience some GI distress from yeah. uh, creatine. So if you're one of those people, don't take it before your workout or you're going to feel, you know, tummy issues and that kind of stuff. But as long as you have it, once you have it in your system, just in general, and you're just taking it daily to replenish those stores, then it honestly doesn't matter. Whenever, If you happen to have a protein shake at some point during the day, it's convenience itself just to put an extra little teaspoon of creatine in there. Um, and yeah, as long as you keep on taking it, it takes a while to get out of your system as well. So don't be, a, if you miss a day or two here and there, it's all right. It's not one of those things that has an acute effect. It's more of a chronic and long-term effect where as long as your muscles are saturated with creatine, you've got the ability to you know, to basically push for an extra one or two reps in the gym. It has a great muscle uh, muscle growth effect. Some people will experience when you first start a little bit of bloating. Um, that is natural. It's not actually bloating as a problem. It's essentially the weight of creatine, taking a little bit of water, a little bit more water into your muscles. And then there's like a little bit of bloating that may come with it. Because again, sometimes it has some GI distress, that sort of shit. But it doesn't matter when you take it, just take it. It is a the probably the most studied supplement that there is as far as um, effects, safety, everything things so um take creatine if there's two if there's one one if i had to suggest one supplement to everyone and be like creatine that'd be the one that i would suggest i completely agree mate now guys and yeah again if you have any type of digestive system um issues don't load it okay just start small mm. and just it will load over time um but creatine take it suggested fat yeah. loss now <laughs> let's talk about fat loss supplements you know you can take many a thing um, that people are telling you to take out there. Mo like 99.9% .9 of them are complete horse shit. Okay. Like you can't mm -hmm. out supplement a shitty training program and a crappy diet. So when you were looking at any type of fat loss based supplement out there, um, there really isn't any that work. You him being HCL that works, but it's banned in Australia as well. Um, so let's not even talk about it. Um, sorry to the US guys. Um, I remember when I used to live in Canada, you could buy ephedrine over the counter at Popeye supplements. That will probably work. Essentially, it's a bit of speed. It wasn't quite broken down. Speed helps with fat loss, guys. Um, not gonna tell you to take speed. Not gonna be great for your work life no. or home life. Um, and you're probably gonna die. Um, like, especially if you're going for a run. Um, I don't say yeah, do take speed and go for a run. Um, so when we're looking at this, like I remember there was like the ECA stacks, like ephedrine, caffeine, and aspirin, like back in the day. So literally you're taking a blood thinner, you're taking ephedrine, and you're taking caffeine as a stack. Um, and that definitely helps with fat loss. Of course it does. Um, but I, yeah, do, I, yeah. I don't recommend doing that, guys. And you can't get it in Australia. Um, and I'm pretty sure they've also even banned that in, in America now um, because I think a lot of people were dying for very well-known yeah. reasons. Um, but I, what yeah. I didn't realize was like 5-HTP. Um, now, there, this is a, 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 a hop, skip, and a jump to fat loss, okay? So it doesn't directly help with fat loss, but when we're looking at 5-HTP, it's an intermediate in serotonin um, production. So what happens is it improves serotonin signaling, which then can reduce cravings for carbohydrates. So people who are overweight and you're craving carbohydrates, um, if we're taking 5-HTP, it can decrease our cravings. Okay, some studies, it's a secondary fat loss supplement. Some studies have shown, when I say some studies, it's not all the studies, it's some studies, okay? And now if you're reducing carbohydrate cravings, then you're going to 
eat less carbohydrates. If you eat less carbohydrates, then you may eat less calories. And then if you eat less calories, then you will lose more fat or you'll increase weight loss. So does 5-HTP actually cause fat loss? No, no, it doesn't at all. It helps with the method of reducing calories, which then um, helps with fat loss. And I think that's a big thing when we're looking at that. It doesn't directly do it. It indirectly does. It. It's like correlation, not causation. I think we have to understand mm. um, anything on that, Jace. I think when we when you look at fat loss supplements as a whole, you got to categorize them. So you think about there's there's three sort of categories that I would um, classify fat loss supplements. One is as a stimulant, something that would increase the amount of just like your energy, your movement, your fidgeting, right? You're fucking anxious and shaking. You have too much caffeine. That's why caffeine is a pretty good um, recommendation for most people for fat loss. It gives you more energy, suppresses your tiredness, makes you probably gives you the will to actually go to the gym or go for a walk, especially if you're deep in a deficit. It gives you it gives you willpower. It gives you something to live for. Um, <laughs> nice hot cup of coffee in the morning, right? It gets you out of bed, gets you moving. Um, it might be uh, so a stimulant, right? And that's obviously fucking the amphetamines and all the other shit as well that we're not talking about. Um, the second one is would be like a performance enhancer so rather than just a stimulant things like at the very far end of the spectrum things like beta alanine and all the stuff that used to be in all that that was in um like all the old jack 3d and all the old pre-workouts and stuff like that that uh, this is where i'd classify pre-workouts honestly in the sort of performance enhancing side of um of a uh you know fat loss supplements and most of them are completely unnecessary they're glorified caffeine Beta alanine has some effects on performance, but it has no real correlation with direct impact on fat loss or direct impact on muscle gain. It just lets you work a little bit harder in the gym, which may in fact help you burn a bit more calories in the gym. So that might be a um, a very minor impact. And beta alanine, is, you can get it on its own. You don't need to get it in an expensive powdery blend of all other shit. So just a little throwaway in there for for that don't take too much of it or you will get the tingles um and, and your face will be like itchy and tingly uh one we had you are sponsor, taking some hard drugs because you'll be scratching your yeah. face off <laughs> yeah yeah or you just the, all the old school heads who know about beta alanine will know about that one but we sent it to a um we used to sponsor some athletes and my brother and i used to run a supplement like an importing company um uh, we sent it to one of our girls and they're like over east and um, then she's like I'm going to the hospital I'm having an allergic reaction to this we're like it's not an allergic reaction that's just beta alanine it's just it, it makes you want to fucking scrub your face a little bit sometimes so yeah. don't take too much of it it's the only one I recommend but that's like the performance enhancing side of the supplementation um, and then there's the appetite suppressant side of a fat loss fat loss supplement and most appetite suppressants would be like medically diagnosed and medically prescribed. So if there's all these supplements out there, be like, oh, you can eat this and then you, you know, you won't well, this and this and this and blah, blah, blah. But there's like medically diagnosed and medically prescribed appetite suppressants that have been known to work for the, the population that do have trouble with their appetite outranging their um, metabolism and outranging the amount of calories they burn. Because for majority of people, your appetite and your hunger will be, if you're eating mostly whole foods, will be somewhat in line with the amount of calories that your body burns in a day. Like it's not going to send you signals for hunger unless it is starving or needing extra food. And when you're in a calorie deficit, sure, you're going to experience some hunger. That's a natural part of it. But there are people who experience hunger, even though they're already eating at a maintenance level or potentially above, and that's how they get to obesity. And that's where appetite suppressant drugs can come in as well. So that is the like the medical side of the spectrum. And there are some people on that. So if people are trying to sell you a supplement that tells you it's going to make you not crave food, like apart from obviously, you know, HTP5, um, yeah. was it? 
yeah. Yes. Um, five HTTP. Yeah, that, that's the five HTTP. Uh, HTTPS <laughs> forward slash slash. Uh, yeah. www.getdrugs.com. Um, unless it's something like that, like there's more research coming out, obviously. But as these things get more researched, they move from being a supplement to then being a drug and being like medically classed if they actually work well enough um, for most of these things. So there are some minor effects that you can have, but in general. If there's an appetite suppressant, you'll probably get it from a doctor. If you have diagnosed like obesity with issues with hunger regulation, then you've got the stimulant side of things, which is basically caffeine is the only one that you really need to be aware of and, and utilize. Just don't obviously overutilize it towards bed or you'll fuck your sleep patterns up. And then there's the performance side of things where creatine sort of falls under that banner. Um, beta alanine is another one that it does pretty well, but in general, the performance side of things isn't necessary unless you're really actually fucking working hard in the gym, because there's no point getting an extra two or three reps out if you were never getting near those two or three reps in the gym in the first place. So just yeah. train harder. There you go. That's, that's your performance supplement. <laughs> Um, I think it's worthy noting, right? So beta alanine for me personally, um, I'm super sensitive to it. Okay. Now, mm. if you're looking at buying pre-workouts, so many pre-workouts right now have high amounts of beta alanine in them. So for me, mm. if I take a pre-workout with high amounts with of like just a standard pre-workout, if I'm not checking it out and it has a normal amount of beta alanine, as a lot of these pre-workouts do, then I'll have to only take like half a scoop because if not, I feel like I'm scratching my face off and I like, I don't even want to train. I sit in the corner anxious yep. and I'm like, ah, um, so I take half scoops. That means I'm getting half of everything else. And normally like a less of a dose of the caffeine, which is really what I want. Um, so yep. what I'll look for is I'll look for a supplement, a, a pre-workout with a super low um, beta alanine in it. So then I can take it and I can sort of get everything else that I'm looking for, or I'll just take caffeine. Um, because for me, like shot of coffee, just like, yeah, I'll just do like three shots of coffee, but, um, <laughs> and, and, um, cause like, again, like, you know, I, I do love some caffeine, uh, and we'll get into that in, in a moment, but you know, it's just making sure that you don't start going, you know, balls to the wall with supplements on the upper end of what dosages can be without understanding what your body's threshold is in taking these supplements. Mm. Right. Um, because yeah. you can respond to them differently. And, you know, some of it's just not really good. You know, you can either get constipated, get the run, scratch your face off, just not enjoy it. So you just like slowly load the supplements in. Um, getting into that, we did, we, we did touch a little bit on, obviously, when we're looking at fat loss supplements, caffeine's probably the best thing, or I would say mm. the best thing that's most readily available for most people as helping in fat loss. Right, it's going to, and when we look at dosages, for me, I look at about 200 milligrams of caffeine. Right, so it's it's going to help by increasing your core body temp. It's going to help by increasing the stimulant, so it's going to get you moving more. So your your metabolism is going to increase, um, and it will get you training just that little bit harder because it is a stimulant. Uh, but we don't want to like, but again, more is not better. Right, mm. then if you take like 500 milligrams of caffeine depends on your age you could go to hospital but also get super anxious and super jittery and it's not going to help so caffeine for me when we're looking at what's the best fat loss supplement for me to take i'm like take some caffeine dude like like if you don't like it if you don't feel like mentally like a couple of shots of coffee is going to do it for you like you know find like a caffeine powder and you can take it as far as a pre-workout and, and go for it um what, what's yeah. your thoughts on caffeine mate 
Yeah, I completely agree. Like I, I you know, a couple of them in the morning, a couple of cups just to kind of get me, get the, uh, get the motor rolling. Uh, it helps with you, you know, if you, if you had struggled with bowel movement in the morning as well, not about a little, um, not a bad little way to get that moving. So yeah, no, caffeine is probably the, the only thing I would recommend as far as any kind of level of effectivity on, um, on, uh, fat loss. But the biggest thing is try to avoid, you know, if you're aiming for fat loss, don't have a fucking mocha, mocha choker frappiato, fucking, you know, massive coffee with this much milk and this tiny amount of coffee. So um, Joe, Joe's or, told me that caffeine's yeah. going to help. It's like, no, you just had a 400 calorie coffee. Like yeah. that, that doesn't help with fat loss. Remember, it's, calorie it's deficit. The opposite of help. <laughs> yeah, black, black or espresso or sometimes if I'm doing it like uh, I've got a couple hours before my workout, I'll do a skinny flat white. So you get the basically protein and carbs before my workout. Give me a little bit of energy, you know. I'm all right with that one. Some people don't do the milk, so it's fine. But apart from that, but that's still not going to help with your fat loss overall. So black coffee, espresso, caffeine powder, anything like that. Red Bull, no sugar, right? Um, uh any of the sort of like monsters Monster as man. well. I'd actually Monster don't mind Yeah, you're, yeah, you want to get sponsored by them too. <laughs> exactly. um, mon- yeah, mon- a monster is a uh, is a great one as well. But so a, mon- a, yeah. a large monster will have I think it's about 150 milligrams of caffeine. I think off the top of my head. Um, but yeah. you know when you're looking at guys like again like 200 milligrams of caffeine should hit you the threshold for the thermogenic side of things, the stimulant side of things, and the mean you kind of move by as you're like 10 minutes into the workout, like you're pumped for the workout when you mm. increase caffeine dosage. But again, at the same time, like caffeine has a half life of think about seven hours, six to six to eight hours somewhere in there. Yeah, I think, yeah it, it's different for everyone, but yeah. Right that sort of six seven hour yeah. mark so consider your caffeine dose uh it's on a person by person basis but ideally you know sort of 10 hours before you're going to bed is a really good is a good sort of maximum cutoff time to give yourself on to in terms of caffeine so yes if you're training in the afternoon you're not going to be pre-dosing with caffeine because that's probably going to fuck with your sleep um so you're just going to have to take it as late as you can in the day based on when you go to sleep uh, i think that's a big thing right because then some people were like oh I want a couple of I'm not sleeping well. I was like, all right, let's go through like what you're eating. I'll go through it. What you're training. Oh, what's your wind down routine? I'll go through everything. And I was like, oh, when's your last call? Oh, I have coffee after dinner. I was like, dude, just stop having your coffee after dinner. Or I train last thing at night and have some pre-workout, but you're struggling going to sleep. It's like, oh, guys, like you just need to stop doing that. Like we don't want caffeine, mm. but it's like, I have to train at night. Okay. If you have to train at night, probably just lay off the pre-workout guys like that, that yeah. like you just don't want that much caffeine coming into your system late at night um but you know sometimes it's the common things you, you, you're not like trying to take uppers and downers essentially right you're not taking like caffeine mm. at night to, oh i need to come off my caffeine i'm going to start smashing melatonin to try and calm down and get to sleep it's like let's not do that okay. um but yep caffeine proven fat loss supplement stimulant will get you pumped during your workouts. So I think those are some people, muscle gain and strength, creatine, heating protein, whey protein isolate, want stimulant fat loss and get smashing your workouts even harder. I like to sweat a little bit. Caffeine helps me with that when I'm trying because it feels like I'm doing something, even though it doesn't really mean mm. anything. I feel like my fat's crying, um, but <laughs> it just gets me going. Um, but caffeine, what about testosterone, right? Everyone's like, dude, I wanna, get, I wanna you know, is increasing my testosterone going to help me get more jacked? Um, one, do you know where your testosterone is? Okay. Do you know where it is? Um, so have you got your bloods done? They're like 99% of people again, I haven't got my bloods done. So how do you know then? Why do you want to increase something if you don't know if it's low? So 
get your bloods done. You can ask for them. You can see what your total testosterone, what your free testosterone is. If it's anywhere under like 300, yeah, you probably want to go a little bit higher. Um, but um, when we're looking at this, there are some supplements that can help. And there's a lot of supplements like, like probably, I can't even, don't even know them because I blank them out that you'll see in your news feeds. They'll get marketed to because now mm -hmm. I'm saying this next to my phone. My phone's listening to me about testosterone supplements. I'm going to get marketed. I can tell you next week on the podcast. Um, yep. But they're all <laughs> absolute shit, right? Um, you know, we can look at deficiencies, okay, which cause lo low testosterone. So when we're looking at zinc, like zinc is definitely, if you're a deficient in zinc, then it's going to lower testosterone, right? So they're not going to be as it's not going to be as effective as possible. So there, there was a published trial in 2010, um, and this again, like we have to look at where the data comes from. It was like 95 chronic renal failure patients, and they supplement and they found they had a zinc deficiency. They supplemented them with 250 milligrams of zinc sulfate for six weeks, and they increased testosterone levels by 90 percent. So guys, if you're listening to right now and you have it, you're literally a renal failure patient, then that tip was for you. For everyone else, be like, yeah, well, yeah, like it will help to a degree, probably not 90%. Like, I, I don't think it's going to help you with 90%. Um, when we're looking at people with a mild deficiency in testosterone, I'd probably tell most people like zinc supplementation is something you should be doing. You know, 30 to 40 milligrams of like zinc daily for two to four weeks should rise your 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 zinc levels to normal which will help you out and then you can go to like 10 to 20 milligrams a day of um zinc to try and sort of maintain but like zinc supplementation something i would say that can help with increasing testosterone any thoughts jace no i think uh, i agree the biggest thing that like for most guys the biggest thing that will increase your testosterone is losing excess body fat <laughs> focus on losing excess body fat and your testosterone will go up that is that that has been shown time and time again increase your muscle mass and lose extra body fat. um the the next thing i kind of want to run through you mentioned you touched on zinc and i think zinc and magnesium zma mm. is a really good supplement as far as you're covering your bases with your zinc you're covering your bases with your magnesium which i probably i might get into a couple of my things now mm. as well like I guess I would say general health, general health and well-being, and and um, for me that one is looking at um, shoring up any deficiencies from your diet um, based on what you tend to have. And the big ones for me, and this is this is so this is my supplement routine. I have whey protein, I have creatine, I have caffeine. That's a non-negotiable. Um, every morning I'll take a I've got a two a day multivitamin from Thorn, basic nutrients two a day. I take that as just my you know general. I don't take it as like a oh now I can eat whatever the fuck I want. It's just a pop one, just in case I'm low in you know I don't know selenium or iron or whatever. It's got a little bit of that kind of stuff in it. Make me feel better. Make me feel like I'm doing something. I'll take fish oil twice a day, uh, just a general um, you know, general omega three blend because it is. Uh, I don't eat a lot of fish. I'm not a fish person, don't really like the taste of seafood, neither does my wife. So we have fish oil twice a day just to supplement to get some different omega-3s. Um, you know, getting a variety of different fats is important. There's different levels of essential fatty acids and there's omega-3s and there's omega-6s, there's omega-9s. They all come from different sources. So you want to vary your fat sources. So fatty fish, fatty um, animals, uh, you've got nuts and nut butters and seeds and that kind of stuff. All that, all that good shit, just get a variety. Because you can't get it from, if you can't get it from fish or if you don't like fish like me, take a fish oil, joint health, bone health, that kind of stuff. Then I take a magnesium supplement because most people, I think it's like 90% of people who train or 90% of people in general have a magnesium deficiency. It will help you sleep better. 
If you are struggling with sleeping, magnesium is one of the go-to supplements I would recommend as far as helping you not only recover better from your workouts, but also just to get you a, um, you know, just to get you a, a bit more better performance in the gym as well. So just recovery and sleep. And then the final supplement that I take, the only one that probably has is a little bit more out there is ashwagandha, which is like a herbal supplement. You can take it in a little pill form. And I find it, it, there's some research that shows it helps with muscle growth and it helps with um, performance and recovery and sleep. I find it is a very good mental relaxant and muscle relaxant as well. So you take, I take it only at nighttime, helps me unwind at night. I end up getting this almost like sleepy effect, but it's not like a dozy drowsy. It's just like, oh, I feel kind of like mentally, it, sometimes it makes me feel a bit spaced out, which is you know good if you want to go to sleep. Um, but I find that ashwagandha is a really helpful one for me. There's a bit of research around it in terms of, yeah, a bit, uh, bit extra performance, a bit of more muscle growth, um, better, just kind of better quality sleep as well. So that's my my essentially my supplement stack that I take a multi a fish oil, magnesium and uh, ashwagandha when I'm feeling, feeling drowsy. Yeah, dude, like magnesium, it's quite interesting, right? So it's like more than half of adults don't get the recommended daily intake of magnesium. And it's like more than half of adults and also more than half of adults are overweight or obese. It's funny. Mm. Um, it's interesting. I'm not saying correlation, I'm saying correlation or causation, but like, you know, both more than half are either obese or overweight, but also magnesium deficient. So when we're looking at it, like uh, low magnesium deficiency elevates risk of obesity. Um, when we look at diabetes, cardiovascular disease, metabolic syndrome. So, you know, it also has been pro proven and shown when we do start having enough magnesium in our diet um, or by supplementing, it helps stabilize blood sugar levels. We have more stable blood sugar levels and also crave less. So we, we have to understand it will help in sleep. There's studies about it helping sleep. So it's like it improves your sleeping patterns. So guys, like you should be taking a magnesium, like a zinc and a magnesium if you want, or just a magnesium to help you move forward. Um, the upper um, intake level for magnesium is about 350 milligrams. Okay. So just so we understand, just because we say take a supplement doesn't say take all the supplement. You start knocking back a bottle of magnesium. It's like the upper intake. This is upper, right? So you shouldn't even be on the upper, but the upper intake is about 350 milligrams. So we have to look at that's one there. Like for me, like I don't do fish oils. I have salmon like a few times a week. I have sardines a couple of times a week. Um, so you live in Tassie. You got some yeah, pretty man. good access right there. Dude, like right around, I've got uh, literally the salmon farms. Don't come at me with hating on salmon farms. They give a lot of people jobs um, and they're right in front of my house. Um, so it's like the salmon farms are right in front. I had a couple of clients of ours work there. Um, like they're right at the, it's great salmon. It's great for you. It gives you the fish oils that we need. So I have like twice a week salmon and twice a week probably sardines. So I get it through that. Um, so I don't mm. worry too much about it. Um, ashwagandha, I don't take, but I have in the past to help me wind down. Like you were saying before, mm. like it helps you wind down. And it also has had a secondary supplement to increase testosterone. There's some studies, okay? It's like some minuscule studies it's, out there. It's very yeah, new. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like on the newer side of things. So again, I don't think we need to look at supplements to increase testosterone. But if we're looking at, if we start sleeping better, you're probably going to have more testosterone as well because you're going to be training and eating better. And like it all sort of starts to come in together. So we need to focus on our sleep. And again, you can't out supplement a fucked up nighttime routine. 
right? Mm. So guys, like everything first, I look at habits before supplements, okay? Behaviors before supplements. That's a big thing you have to look at. Okay, so with this, uh, you know, have you got a wind down routine? Do you make sure that, you know, you're chilling out? Are you looking at your phone? You, you can't be, take a couple of magnesiums, look at your phone until like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, like just literally in your face, stimulated, suppressing the melatonin production. And you go, oh, but I'm still struggling to go. So it's like, dude, your behaviors are absolutely shit. Okay, hmm. wind down routine. Have a nighttime curfew for yourself and a digital curfew, which is like at least an hour or two before you go to sleep. Don't go to bed scrolling your Instagram, TikTok or whatever it is, right? Put your phone away. Make sure it's on amber. Get some blue blocker glasses. Blue blocker glasses aren't a supplement. But again, I believe most people should have them because most people need to have them at nighttime. I don't care if your kid thinks you're a dork right? It's better that you think you're a dork and by wearing these orange glasses at nighttime than being fat, tired, and angry, right? So like you want, they want to think you're a fat, tired, angry dad or a dork. Um, yeah. Yeah. My dad's a dork, but he's nice to me and plays with me and has lots of energy. Yeah. I think that'll, I think that'll deal with yeah. it. My dad's a jacked, happy dude um, who always has yeah. energy. Oh, my dad's a fat, angry guy, but he doesn't wear those stupid he doesn't glasses. wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, just have a think about it. Um, I do think we should have that um now where were, any other testosterone caffeines fat loss we looked at them all creatine whey protein vitamin d i think we talked about oh vitamin d i don't think we did talk about yeah, um, we didn't go into a lot of depth no nah, so we were looking at vitamin d so i'm in tasmania okay and it's even those in melbourne if you're not getting enough sunlight and, and like looking at extreme southern hemisphere northern hemisphere when your days are shorter especially in winter and you have a job where you're in an office you pretty much don't see sun for a lot of people for like a good month or two right like the sun rises at like eight and it goes down at like four thirty, five o'clock and you're like shit and you're not getting out during the day to get sunlight when we're looking at vitamin d deficiency most people will be vitamin d deficient um who are living in those areas. A lot of us are vitamin D deficient as well. So it's going to have the, your immune is going to be suppressed. Your immune system is going to be suppressed. You're going to be sicker more. It's like, oh, I get sick more in winter. Yeah, because you're vitamin D deficient. So we should be supplementing with vitamin D. It also helps with bone health. Also helps with um, your mood. Right. So there's been some studies around depression and increasing vitamin D, how it helps with that. So when we're looking at this, guys, like the, the current, again, the current daily set is about 400 to 800 IU per day. When we're looking at people who are lower, and especially in those times of the year, the southern hemisphere and northern, you know, you can go 1,000, 2,000 IU a day, um, and it's going to bump those vitamin D levels up. For me personally, um, I'll get. And the, again, this is this is my, me not telling you to do this, okay? Um, what I'll do in like the three weeks of the year where it's the darkest, I'll start taking, you can get, if you ask behind the pharmacy, I want 5,000 IU tablets of vitamin D and Thorne do them as well. Um, I will take them for probably like three weeks. I'll just take 5,000 IU a day. Um, so like that's what I'll do for like 21 days across that period. Then I'll just drop back down with my vitamin D intake, but I'll take vitamin D every single day um, as well as magnesium every single day. Like that's my two supplements that I take. Um, I'm like, yeah. Oh wow. I take crazy supplements. Yeah. Vitamin D and I take mm -hmm. um, magnesium. I do have zinc as well. So, you know, it depends on where how I'm feeling. I'll take a zinc, zinc supplement. So that's like my third one. We talked about that. I do take a wheat protein and I do take creatine. Um, now, Anything other than that, I think, you know, we, we've talked about, and I take caffeine. So pretty much everything we've talked about, I'll take ashwagandha if I'm feeling mood problems 
or if I'm feeling like mm. my sleep is even further affected. Okay, so everything we've talked about today, it's because I take it or Jace takes it because why do we take it? I think that what, that's what you have to understand. We take it because it's researched. We take it because it's science back. We didn't take it because we saw some stupid fucking ad in our newsfeed about some ridiculous, like, grow fucking... Jacked dude yeah, on fucking yeah, steroids. Yeah, He's selling you his supplements. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, we're not telling you to take the man shake. Um, we're not telling you to take, you know, some or the lady shake um, or anything like that. Like we're telling you supplements to work. We're also telling you things not to take. Right? So I think hmm. that's what I look at when I look at supplements. Am I deficient in something or am I deficient in something because of my environment? And then I'll take a supplement. Is there something that in my day um, that I need more help with sleeping, wind down routines, stimulant for training that can aid in that, then I'll take it. And I'll understand the upper and lower recommended intakes. But then before I even go that, before we even do that, remember behaviors over supplements, nail your behaviors, mm -hmm. then we supplement it's the two to 3%. So nail your behaviors first, and then we supplement. It's in the word guys, supplement. It's a supplement to a great diet and training regime. It's not the diet and training regime. It's a supplement to it. So you can't out-supplement shitty-ass habits. Um, I think the big thing is like a lot of people when sleep, they'll have a go-to of mel melatonin as well. Now, like you shouldn't just start taking melatonin. And I was actually thinking, I was listening to something again. I was listening to it. I haven't actually researched this. And something I was listening to, they were saying like increased melatonin, um, taking melatonin as a supplement actually decreases um, testosterone. They were doing, they, they not, and this is animal-based study, okay? So what they did is they researched the testy size, okay, of like apes and, and another animal as well. I can't remember which other animal was. It was irrelevant. I'm talking about apes. Mm -hmm. um, and taking melatonin as a supplement decreased their testy size um, over like, I think it's like an eight to 12-week period. Now, I don't want my nuts to shrink, okay? Um, like I just don't. And I feel like I am somewhat apish. Um, so <laughs> I feel like somewhat akin to an ape, yeah, exactly. So there's a there's a, a closer link in the evolutionary chain there. of me to the ape. Um, <laughs> and so when we look at this, guys, I'm not saying like what we're saying is like do your research. Like if you, before you start taking random fucking shit that you think that your mate might have told you, like do some research. You can go to examine.com, right? examine.com they have all the research around all the supplements you can it's a paid supplement site you can look at i think it's like 19 bucks a month but it has a seven-day trial so i'm not saying do this but you could go in there put your credit card details and then cancel within seven days if you need to check out a supplement but it's great mm. research and if you are immersed inside um the culture of health and fitness like it's 19 bucks a month it's something you could get um and anything you want to learn about as far as like supplementation like it's there from like gut health to cancer um to like like literally guys like there is so much information on that website i definitely think we should do it another thing i do take actually on a daily basis is electrolytes like I'll take mm -hmm. not a carb based electrolyte um, unless my running is super high, but I'll take electrolytes because I feel like um, as and all I'll put like a pinch of like a Himalayan salt in my every liter of water, right? So I increase my my 
good salt, like a, a actual, not like we're not putting table salt in our water, guys. Okay. So let me just get you clear. Don't put table salt in your water, but like a, a Himalayan or artesian sea salt. I'll put a, a pinch of that increases your total minerals in your body, which helps you actually like, we need to have more electrolytes. We need to have hold on to water and, you know, actually get use of that. Otherwise we're dehydrated. When we're dehydrated, we have poor, poor performance across the board. So like, I'll do that each day. I'll either do a pinch of sea salt or I will take some electrolytes because I'm running a lot at the moment, but I normally do it ones with like pretty much zero to zero, nil to zero calories in them. Um, and that's what I look at supplements. Jace, you got anything you want to share about that? No, nah, look, I think, I think that for most people, this is the, the cap on the discussion for them. This is what you need to focus on. First, get your habits in check and then you'll see stuff that comes out over time. But unless you're going for that 99.99%, what we've told you today, I reckon is pretty much all you need to know. Awesome, guys. That is another episode of the Fit Dad Club. Remember, if you need help, close the gap between A to B and help you get to the best version of you. Go to fit-dad.club, book in, let's have a call, help, help you close the gap, tell you what's been holding you back. So book in there and we can coach you to get your results. Leave a review, rate us, comment on YouTube. Um, tell me all the supplements you're taking and how like I'm wrong. I don't really care. Um, but guys, leave a review, rate, comment. We love it. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace out, guys.